Mike check one two one two. Mike check. Mike check. Sounds like everything going good. On? Yeah, everything been going pretty good today for me. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. Uh, welcome to another podcast, Southern Frame of Mind. My host, Elijah Ivory, three-time author. Check his books out on Amazon. He also has various podcasts. My name is Kevin Moffitt. I also have a, a podcast, solo podcast on different platforms. We'll plug those near the end, or we'll plug those as needed. What's going on, man? Um, we got a topic today that's pretty on a somber note. Um, it's about a serious topic that nobody really likes to tackle or nobody really likes to talk about. I, I would I would go out so far as to say it's a taboo subject. Um, it's about suicide. Um, I had to po- I had pose I had to pose a question to you. Uh, like uh, it was once said to me that um, that a person that ends their own life they're being selfish. What what do you think about that statement? Well, whoever made that statement, the question is how was their life you know how you know what were their upbringings because that affects everything that you do you know um and how you see the world so you know for you know for them to put that out as you know that's the ultimatum that they're just being selfish is that's actually being selfish way of thinking you know yeah that's that's exactly that's exactly the sentiment i was thinking like like that's selfish of you to think on that level because you don't know what they've been through. Like you're saying, like, you don't know what they experienced. Your experience is, can be different from theirs. You don't know what they've been through. Um, you don't really, it's, it's, it's obvious and clear to see that you can't empathize or sympathize with what they've been through. I know no one can walk in your shoes, but you're, you're maybe some people just think what, what they went through is so so traumatic that they they have no other way out. You, you, people don't; they're not in their mind. Also, is another thing. Um, somebody else is a statement. Somebody else made like because I, I have these conversations with people, and they also said it, it, it's it's being weak. Like, oh, if you if you do that, you you being weak. Like, what do you think about that statement? Well, when somebody mentions about somebody being weak, it also goes back to what is what is the definition of being weak and 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 broken because every it's I look at it like this I can have allergies and then you don't but does that make me weak because I have allergies or is that just hey that's what I'm going through and that's what I have to live with for the rest of my life and you don't but it shouldn't take away from me being able to have an equal opportunity to make my own decisions good or bad and I think that's um why people who talk to others about suicide who don't understand they just feel like oh well you don't want to put up a fight for your life but maybe you talking to them being open-minded not and not just agreeing or saying hey you have to go and you know cut off your life but just saying hey you know let me give you other options to think about you know i can't change your mind but i'm at least give you you know more options to think about before you make that decision don't just you know make them feel worse than they already feeling and add on to why they want to end their life you know yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, man. I'd I'd even go out, this might sound outlandish, but I'd even go on to say <clears throat> that I think people that end their lives are 
I mean, th- th- this might sound controversial, but I mean, Damn. I wouldn't say it's a bravery. I wouldn't say it's bravery, but it's like it's more like it's daring. Like, okay, well, this person went they because I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Okay. Um, maybe people, maybe people that think about ending their lives, maybe they're ending all the pain that they don't have to go through. Maybe they they just they see it as a way out, and maybe. If if you if you take yourself away and be like, okay, that's a selfish act. Okay, well, maybe they're relieving their pain. Maybe on the other side, they won't feel they won't be on earth feeling this pain. So maybe that's their way out and that's their relief. So, and I, I see it as a, per, a person, a person that doesn't care about their life. If they don't care about their life, they're much more dangerous because they don't care about your life also. So do you that's why I see it as I mean it, I, I would say it's like a I mean, the, the person they, they don't they don't care. So it's like uh, it, it's not that they're weak. It's like I actually see it as a strength because they, they're they're willing to take on something that okay, if I don't care about my life, then I'm gonna do you in too. Like okay, that's that's a I think it's a power thing. I think it's a powerful thing to like release and let yourself go and to, to, and to be aware that you have that so issue. So, so do you feel that because you know? a good portion of society feels that maybe being bipolar or, you know, having certain mental breakdowns because, you know, you know, you have more um, of a dominant society of people that feel like, okay, these are just, you know, skewed numbers of just a few people that, you know, make a big difference because they go out a traumatic way. And do you think that because um, medical physicians you know, maybe don't push uh, as hard as far as, you know, um, suicide being a medical disease rather than, you know, it being more of just, you know, a person maybe having too much pressure or a person, you know, just having that breakdown, you know, uh, just, you know, that breakdown at a, in just that period of time rather than it could be a medical, uh, underlying medical condition. Do you think that's why a lot of people look down on it because, it's not heavily pushed as a huge medical condition that everybody should worry about. Exactly. Because I think people try to downplay it because, uh, because it correlates with death, anything with death, people, they'll, they'll turn away from it. Like people are so afraid of death. Like you, like how you see with the Corona fear is so powerful because people are afraid of death. But I mean, you know, maybe people see death. If you, if death is an option, I mean, I I don't see why that should be like an issue. Or if they treat it as you know, if they treat it as a medical condition, maybe people can get the help that they need. Yeah. If they embrace it, okay, well, death is not an option. So I mean, we can get you on the right path, and we can seek help for you. Yeah. Like, but then they have, and this is also a topic of a debate too. Um, like you, you ever heard of Dr. Kevorkian? Yeah, yeah, I heard about him. Yeah. People pay to, and like they, pay they have, yeah, yeah, they pay, they pay, they pay to end their lives because they're going through so much pain. Maybe it's a terminal illness or a sickness. Mm-hmm. But we, I'm talking about more in terms of like everyday life or or things just pile up on you so much or just the, through the course of your life, you're like, okay, well, what's my purpose? But um, yeah, but I think if, if people like actually look into 
um, if they, if they, I mean, I, w- I want to say embrace death or like if they actually take a look into it and then be like, okay, well, maybe these are the, maybe these are the factors that are affecting you to why you want to come to this outcome. Maybe we can get you some help and turn this around. So. Yeah, I, I think that's very much needed because, you know, especially with, with what's going on in today's society, it's like, okay, well, this person, you know, hey, they're, they're saying they're suicidal. It's like, okay, and then you may say, oh, you may, you got some people who look down, who look at them as weak. But also, if you mm-hmm. were to spin that around, you can say, hey, you know, you're marching for liberty and you're marching for, uh, everybody to be able to be treated fairly, but you know, if it came to risking your life for it, meaning if you were marching or you were protesting and you knew it could cause you to risk your life and you didn't want to do it, but you'd rather do it behind a keyboard and donate it, wouldn't that, in you know, in a way, make it seem like okay, you're being weak because you don't want to really be out there and risk, you know, possibly getting yourself hurt or maybe losing your life fighting for justice because you're more comfortable doing it your way. And, and basically, you know, what I'm trying to tie into is that, you know, because people look at certain aspects of life that people go through that they, they feel like they should be able to handle as weak, it's other things that they could, you know, say, hey, well, you're doing this a certain way and that could be looked at as weak. And um, I just, it just, it just really tough that there, you know, it seems to not be a more dominant, um, outlet for those who are feeling overwhelmed because life is is very difficult to navigate through you know at times and people smile people try to work through it but it's tough you know when you can't pay a bill or you can't you know get the right medical treatment or your your, your family members are taking you through the mud so there's so many things that can cause you to maybe not think of suicidal thoughts but to to contemplate hey you know what's the point of me even trying in general in life to push myself if I keep on getting pushed back down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or it could come from a, 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 a comprised, compiled amount of things that just happen in your life. Maybe you just isolated uh, socially or you're not looked at as the best or you're not seen as, you know, the, 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 the best person or like the, the superstar or, or maybe you had a bad relationship or maybe you're just trying to find your purpose. And that's what I want to hit on too. Is like, uh, like some people, they get to a point in life. It's like, okay, well, all these things have people shut me out and tune me out and shun me. So it's like, well, what's my purpose? Or you, you're, you're on a job or you're trying to find a job. Like, like a list of things can, can build up and you'd be like, damn, well, what's my purpose of any of this? Like socially or financially or in the world of like working, like, well, what's my purpose of any of this? What's my purpose of going or what's my purpose in life? What what am I here to do? I didn't ask to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So Yeah. Um yeah. yeah it's, you know, people they, you know, do want to have a reason to why am I waking up every day? Like, you know, because it has to be more than just going to work because if you don't work, you don't eat. So that hasn't changed since the beginning, the beginning mm-hmm. of time. Even the caveman had to break a sweat to get, you know, that woolly mummy down, you know. So you have to work to eat. But, um, you know, people want to have, you know, I want to be able to help other people. Or I want to be able to, you know, influence people in ways, you know, to feel like I am somebody. 
And when you're mm-hmm. born into a family that maybe the parents didn't really too much care about each other and they had you and they were forced to take care of you because if they didn't, the law would interact. You know, uh, a lot of people who brought up like that, they don't really have a fighting chance. So they go through life wishing that they wasn't even born from the get go or wishing that somebody else could take care of them or love them the way they should. And, you know, people just don't understand everybody's story. Everybody, you know, has a story, you know, of why they are who they are now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. and I think if we're more understanding of that, it just helps out, you know, and, and we don't condone somebody taking their life, you know, and no. everything like that. But also we're not going to shame anybody or say they're weak because they took their life. Because one thing about life, everybody's one decision away from being that person on the street that they always drive past and wish that they never um, had to be. So people always have to be humble and also have to be compassionate when um, seeing people that's less fortunate than them or make decisions that they feel like they wouldn't have made if they were in that same position. And, and that's what I think it is. With a lot of people, people, they just lack compassion. They like a lot of people, especially in today's society, a lot of people are just they just lack empathy or compassion or sympathy. They're just like, as long as it ain't me, I ain't going through it. So I really don't give a shit what they going through. Yeah. But I mean, it's your fellow man. If you, you know something when something's wrong, with somebody you can read somebody's energy and body language. That's correct. And you know, when somebody's feeling down like, hey, man, what's wrong? All it takes is some some mentors like. All you need is like mentors and good friends of people, active people in your life. Like, hey, we care about you. We 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 want to see you do well. Not people saying it's a selfish act. Like that's being so like, well, you don't know the pain I'm going through. You don't know. Yeah. You, you're you not walking my shoes. Yeah. Because yeah, everything is good for you. That don't mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see a way out. The thing you can do is turn around and have some compassion and be like, hey, um, I, I can get you somebody to help or, or hey, we, we let's go out and let's go do something. Try to get your mind off. Then we're going to Give you some professional help, you know. Yeah, that's that's exactly correct. And to, and to give to all the listeners a perfect example of that, um, when I first got into the Navy and I got stationed in Virginia, uh, you know, you know, Kevin, he was the my he was my mentor as far as like helping me on my way around the command, different things of that nature. And I was going through stuff from back home where I didn't really have a connection with family. I was only close with one parent. So I was trying to figure out, okay, I'm in a new state. I don't know what's going on. I don't have a vehicle. So I had a lot of pressure on me, and I was going through a lot myself. And to have somebody that's more of a big brother than somebody that's just trying to, you know, get through whatever um, they have to as far as the welcoming package and, you know, helping somebody get through, like, the, the beginning stages of getting to a command, he actually took his time, taught me things, and that's one of the reasons why we still had communication um, since, you know, from since 2011. And you just like say a person just never knows. And then I, what I feel good about and not to like say get too much off track. But what I feel good about is even though I, I, I started, you know, my career off, you know, uh, feeling some type of way when I did leave home, I was able to have somebody, you know, like Kevin, you know, the, the, you know, my co-host that took the time to be there for me and then he didn't know my story he didn't know everything about me until i eventually told him but you just never know who you affect and how you may change their life moving forward and that's why i want to give all my listeners on that i appreciate your shout out and also too like being in the military it's it's evident that you are going to go through depression and um 
have suicide. It, it, and, and among military members, it's very high. Suicide is very high among people in the military, especially men in the military. I don't want to turn it to a a, a um male female uh gender debate, but like you go look at stats, men are higher at committing suicide, like at their at completing committing suicide. Like women are high at attempts, but it's higher men actually going through with it. And in the military, it's very high. It's very high. It's a very high suicide rate because you got a lot to cope with. You're away from home, uh, the mission. Um, you got people on your ass that you don't even know about doing something that's like, you know, it's just a, a ton of pressure. It's like yeah. you're up all the time. It's, it's a lot of stuff with the military. And then people, yeah. they don't, they can't really sympathize, empathize with you. I keep going back to that word because it's, it's a it's a hard thing to do if you're not going yeah. through it. Like yeah. standing watching, it's just a lot of things. And then if, if people don't understand, if people don't understand and haven't been in the military, they're not gonna they're not gonna know what know what you've been through. Excuse me. Yeah, that's correct. And then also another thing that's add to that, they don't know. Okay, my wife I just married, or my girlfriend I just started dating. Is she gonna while I'm gone or on this deployment? Is she gonna talk mm -hmm. to somebody else? Or, she does, or does my wife? Is she? you know, messing around. My husband, they see messing around. It's a lot of things that you, if you're in the military, you see, but it's a lot of things that, you know, you worry about, you contemplate. And when you're doing the mission, your focus, your primary focus is on the mission because what you do affects the shape of the world, you know? So if too many people in the military are feeling certain thoughts or going through and they don't know how to cope with it or they don't have somebody to show them compassion to you know, help them out through the processes they're going through, it can create a whirlwind of uh, internal effect uh, for this country. And, you know, that's why having empathy, having compassion, when a person is having thoughts and they come to you, even if you don't know what to say, say, hey, I'm going to give you some advice, but hey, let me try to, um, you know, find uh, another outlet for you. Don't just shun a person away because you think, oh, they just want somebody to feel sympathy. Maybe that's what they just need. Maybe, you saying, hey, I'm sorry that happened in your life. Maybe that'll make them feel like, you know what? I'm going to fight tomorrow. I'm going to fight the next day because this person mm -hmm. cared. And everybody else I talked yeah. to didn't care, but this person gave me a reason to continue fighting for my life, you know? Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. All it takes is just one person just to say, hey, um, hey, man, I care. I care. Like, Because when, when you have people that's like, oh, shit, it's nobody around. I'm alone. Like, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't have anybody. Then that's going to fester and it's going to keep piling on and piling on and it's just well you know it's like oh, fuck this shit why am I here and then you know yeah. I mean I have heard of cases I have heard of cases of somebody offering themselves in the military but I, I wasn't really close to them you know what I mean and plus also let's turn it to this H have you ever like thought about it yourself like personally I had a moment of time after I got out of the military uh, cause it was like my first time since me being of working legal working age, I didn't have a job. I was dating somebody and they basically wanted to, you know, uh, have their face plastered and, you know, in their friends and go out all the time and everything like that. And they basically didn't want what they initially said they did. So I was going through a lot of different things. Um, you know, just, just having a lot of different issues, just trying to figure myself out. I felt, you know, uh, like I underachieved because I left out the military and yeah, I had my, um, you know, I still had my qualifications and I still went out honorably, 
But at the same time, I just felt like, okay, I didn't have no money saved up. Um, my, I didn't have a, a working car. I didn't know what was going to be my next move. I didn't want to just move home and then start back from ground, you know, from level one. So, you know, I, I definitely contemplated it. Then I was like, what's my purpose? Like, I have nothing to honestly, like, continue on for. Like, I, I can't, I can't, my thing, my, my, th my thought process was I can't see the future. So why should I try to fight for something I can't see in the present, you know, now, you know what I'm saying? So at that point, I, I was, I, I really contemplated and I said, what's the purpose, you know? And I didn't want to do it, you know, uh, so dramatic or anything. You know, I, I thought of different ways to do it. But at the end of the day, um, having people that I was connected with in the military that looked out for me um, and 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 just was encouraging me as yourself and other close friends I had that I didn't even tell that I was contemplating and thinking things like that. It helped me through. And I'm I'm very uh, appreciative and, and blessed to be able to have people like that, because now I'm able to have different platforms, work with one of my uh, best friends in life um, doing this show and also continue to uh, give out my positivity and my energy to those um, who who may need it or they don't need it, but they could use it at some point in life. And that's what I feel like uh, I found was my purpose. I appreciate you keep shouting me out, man. And you don't know how that makes you feel, man. And, you know, and, and like I say, you and this, you know, and, and just you know, for all the listeners out there, uh, you know, it's it's not me just giving him just all the kudos and all the praise, uh, just because you know we work together on this show. He's seen me from when I came, you know, basically like a pup from Georgia. Didn't know what was going on. Had to understand the structure of the Navy away from family. He was there from the beginning. So, like I said, this is not just. Hey, you know, we we just want people to just think we just all so buddy buddy like that. It's real friendships is what created this show. And that's why we touch on different topics and stuff that, you know, we've went through separately, but also what we probably went through, you know, together and helped each other through. So, you know, I just want to put that out there for the listeners. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate you being there for me too, man. Always and man. My, my 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 thing what started for me, I think I still struggle with it now. Like I've struggled with it all my life. People might say this just I'm crying or like, oh, man up and stuff. I say, well, I go through things, too. But remember what I said about a dangerous man, a dangerous man. He can he can be very important or watch out for a dangerous man. Watch out for a man that doesn't really it, it feels that he doesn't have too much to offer because he can hurt somebody else. But I'm I'm not talking no tough guy shit, but this is a it, it started for me like. How I let things build up and I understand it. I let things fester and I and when things go wrong, sometimes I think about all the people who wronged me. I think about all the situations that happen and it's just like a calamity. It's just like, oh, fuck, well, fuck this shit, man. Like this person did me. I know I, I hold grudges. I understand that. I hold grudges like a motherfucker. But uh, yeah, it started back like elementary school. People used to fuck with me then. Then it went through middle school and then. High school, it got a little bit better. I started to be a little bit more social, and I made more friends and everything. But, I mean, people have to understand, like, the things that happen to you from childhood, that shit still affect you to this day. People never understand that. They just don't. They act like they just throw things like, like they just sweep things under the rug. Like, oh, it, it, this never happened to me. This never. But a lot of people can probably, can probably agree with me when I say these things that back then affect them today. And then I, I went through high school. 
And you know, I, I, I was pretty, I was pretty social in high school. I, you know what I'm saying? Had a, an array of friends, different backgrounds and stuff. That was cool. Then I went to the military, and all I was seen as when I got to the military was just a worker. I didn't really have anybody to mentor me. On my first ship, it's just, it's just work, work, work. No, the only guy, I would say, the only guy. And if he, and if he ever catches a buzz of this show, my mentor was Scott Walker. He was, I think he was an EN3 at the time. Scott Walker, if you out there listening, man, you know, blessed be to you, peace to you. But he made sure I was good. He made sure I ate. But I'm talking about so far as on the work side, like steering, steering my direction while I was in the military. Like, hey, um, hey, Kev, uh, I'm, I'm interested in your career. Hey, man, you, let me show you this. Let me show you that. It was just nothing but work. You work, 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 and that was it. Then I got down about that. Then I got out. And I was like, fuck, man. Well, I had went back home and, you know, the whole drill, like how you were saying, you went back home and it was like, fuck, man, I don't really want to be here. So I reenlisted again and I went through that. And that, that was cool. I, I made ranks fast. I had some some chain of command that cared. You know what I'm saying? That was cool. But then I changed again because it, it comes from and I also think it comes from home. Excuse me, to where you have that stability. Where, where, where your parents show you how to show they, they show you how to like you know uh, uh have a passion for something or they show you like hey well we're gonna guide you into this and guide you into that or just these having that support from home like hey oh using the navy like okay well yeah let me look into it and you should do this and i had no guidance like it's, it comes from no guidance the whole time and it just felt feels like i kept spinning my wheels and and then i got through and then you know, I was up up in that time in the Navy, and I moved again, changed changed jobs again, and it's just no stability. It's like I'm, I'm at that point now. It's like then up into that. I know I'm jumping all around the story, but I'm hoping I'm, I'm I hope you guys follow the timeline. Then I, I went to another command, went on shore duty, up and through that. Then I came here to Williamsburg. I was doing all right. I was an E5. You know, I started to get my footing a little bit. Then that's when I met Elijah. <laughs> and at that yep. time, I, I think I was pretty okay. You know what I'm saying? I was okay, you know. And it's just not having support. Then I went to Afghanistan while I was in Williamsburg, while I was stationed with Elijah. I went to Afghanistan, and it felt like I, I had support. I was getting uh, uh, care packages from home and stuff, but that was cool. But then when I came back, I saw everybody at the airport that – that had their support, but no one was waiting for me. Like it's little shit like that. It, it makes a difference. Like just knowing if somebody really cares. And then like I, I stayed a few more times. I, I mean, I stayed a few more years. Well, like another year and a half at Williamsburg, and then I went to a ship. That shit was. <laughs> it was a motherfucker. I didn't have no support there. And just all my life, just I feel like I just was bouncing around and not getting support. So it was like, it was just, oh shit, what the fuck am I doing? And then I got out. I got into an issue on that ship and I got out. And then I was married the time the whole time through the, the military. And it seemed like she really didn't support me. Like she tried to, at times she would, but it's like when I got out the military, it was like, it was, like, it was pretty much like, oh, it's, you know, I was pretty much with you just because you were in the military. Then, then that fucked with me. Then it's just, you know, it just till this day, it feels like I keep starting over in my life. And that messes with me from time to time, you know. I'm not saying I want to end it all, but at times I get down because things build up 
and that's the way it is for me now. But I mean, I have good people around me. My, my brother supports me. My family supports me. My new my new girlfriend, she supports me. She she like makes me feel like I'm I'm loved, you know, and I and I appreciate that a lot. Um, and I have friends over on the West Coast. My my homeboy Tony Tony Lane Jr. You know, he he's he keeps me going. He's a good friend of mine. And, and Elijah Ivory here on this podcast, man, he keeps appreciate, me going. It's a, lot of, it's, a lot of good it's a lot of good influences in my life. So that's why I keep on going. You know what I mean? I know it's a long story. And it's I know, I know, around, I know. But, yeah. Like I say, no, it's, it's what people need to hear because uh, the, the the good thing about this podcast, we're, we're talking, you know, and we're giving our advice in different aspects to our listeners, but it's also therapeutic. We're actually putting out stuff in the universe um, and getting out, getting out of our the depths of our soul and our hearts, and that's what creates um, the just the realness of this show, and and it being you know raw to the core because we we don't you know read off no prompters, we don't you know have a just a set you know verbatim you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, projector that we're going off of. Our, our main thing is to connect with people, you know, what I'm saying heart to heart. Yeah. We we're not always going to have the yeah. same opinions or ideas. But our thing is to have a conversation to where you feel like, you know what? I may have not agreed with everything they said, but I learned that I can use what they said to speak to somebody else who may not understand it the way I'm saying and vice versa. And that's and that's why we also uh, encourage, you know, giving us feedback and anything that you want to, you know, let us know. Just do that because, um, you know, as just as, as formative, informative as we want to be, we also want to know, hey, you know, those that listen, you know, also, hey, can you add this in? Can you talk about this? We're fine with doing that. Like I said, we just kind of want to know, engage the temperature of what's going on with everybody else and how they're feeling because we we really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a, a a helping and learning the learning tool to help others out there who may be going through the same things. Um, you know, it may, just because your your level of what you go through may not be as serious or it may be ultra uber serious that you know that people can't like help you out or or like understand what you're going through that's the the whole thing is understanding trying to understand at a certain level and you meet in the middle and get some type of help yeah that that you know having that bridge that you can walk over to somebody that is able to help you makes a huge difference because there's a lot of gaps in and hearts and relationships and and in life for those who feel like, hey, we're trying to get help. We're trying to not give up. We're trying to, you know, help others. But if we can't help ourselves, then what is our next steps? And to be able to have uh, a person that cares and, and willing to take that time makes a huge difference because you never know who life you may change. There's been football players who have funded certain um, camps and certain, you know, projects to help people build houses. And they've been able to save some of your fa- some of your favorite players that's playing right now. But you would never know that because it's like, oh, you think they just came from an okay place or, 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 or above average place. And they just, all, all they did their whole life was sports. But they actually still have a life they do outside of sports. And we just have to understand that everybody has something, you know, that goes on with them outside the job, outside of, you know, um, being a professional athlete or entertainer or on the news. So we just have to be uh, courteous of that and, and continue to show or learn to grow empathy for those that are not your close family and friends. Mm-hmm. That's right, man. But yeah, um, 
at the end of the show, man, we, we're going to we're going to plug some places that you can get help. Uh, um, if you look up, Ivory, if you don't mind, man, looking up the veterans hotline in the description, put like the veterans number and put like a description of the regular hotline where you can go. If you have thoughts of taking your own life or, you know, uh, feeling like you don't want to be here, that you want to perish, you know, but it's a, it's a fight every day for anybody who's going through it. You know, and I, I, I'll I ask for people out there is just to encourage if, if you if you feel somebody's going through something, just try to encourage somebody. Just, hey, man, we, we here for you. We care about you. We, we want to do we want to see you here. You know what I'm saying? Not 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 shaming people like 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 Elijah just alluded to earlier in the show is not shaming people and 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 telling them, oh, well, uh, uh, you, you too weak and you, you better be tough and. Uh, uh, you're just being selfish, and that's not a that's that's not a way to like to help the situation at all. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't know justice because just like a just like you know you know pipes and everything like that, you know if it's if it's always you know clogged up, it's never gonna be free flowing. So if you're just all well, I'm strong, so I don't care if I'm going through, I don't care if I'm hurt, I don't care if I have pain. That's fine, but eventually. Your heart, pressure your, burst. Yeah, yeah, your heart, your mind, your soul is gonna eventually burst in some type of way. Either ment- it could be mentally mm-hmm. or physically. But when it's when you're able to just let that go and then talk and talk about it, or just screaming out loud into the you know into into the into nature or whatever the case may be that's gonna help you. Yeah. That's not gonna hurt somebody else because mm-hmm. we don't you know condone you know getting your yeah. your your issues out on somebody else that's gonna physically hurt them or hurt yourself. But to be able to have that free flowing, um, like you know, positive energy going through you, you need to be able to first understand what are you dealing with because you can't solve a problem if you you know don't uh, correctly diagnose what the issue is. Because if you have the wrong diagnos- diagnosis, then you're basically solving a problem that you don't even have, and that's what a lot of people do. They say, "Oh well." Or I have some symptoms of that, but you're not really going through that. You might have a symptom of it, but your real, you know, um, prognosis comes from something else. So we just have to make sure that, you know, we don't um, look at ourselves and say, okay, well, this person going through that. Well, that must mean I'm, I'm going to go through it, too. Now, don't speak stuff on you as well, because you're the what you say out of your mouth can affect you in more ways than you can ever expect. So be careful what you say about yourself. Even in the exact put something, yeah. When you put something out in the atmosphere, that usually manifests. When you put something out in the universe, it usually manifests. Manifest the energy. Yeah. Exactly correct. Yeah, man. So you feel is is there anything else that we need to add on? Or you know, you want to go, we should go ahead Mm -hmm. and you know put this one down in the books. It's episode four. Yeah, man, it's it's pretty much all I had to say, you know. Okay. I didn't want to end it with, with how I would do it, but like yeah. if it came down to it, me, I thought about it. If I were to end my life, I thought about death, suicide by cop. Like a lot of people don't like if you like, cause I I, I would put it out there, and it's, it's red flag lo- red flag laws out there. I hope motherfuckers don't come grab my shit, but I do own a weapon, so. I mean, if if I were to go out there, it would be like if I if it got down to it, like oh, you know, well, fuck this shit, call the cops, and death suicide by cop. You know how that go, and 
you know, I, I thought about that shit, but I'm like, man, I say I got too much to live for. I do got a lot to live for. Yeah. And and, and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't want, you know, put those people through that. Yeah. That's, you know, and then that's just you being able to be at peace and actually think it through rather than, you know, make a a harsh decision where you can't come back from, you know. So that that makes yeah. a, that makes a huge difference. And also just to, you know, piggyback on what you're saying as far as with the weapon, you know, if you have a weapon and you're licensed, that don't mean you wave it around. You, you, you know, you try to tell everybody about it. You know, if you need it and you do use it, you know, just make sure you think about all the other options before you do that. Did you call the police? Did you, you know, whatever the case may be, don't just always have that as your first option to do that. But also for people who feel like, oh, that's being radical. That's this and that. If you get a weapon, you should just depend on, you know, um, uh, something else to save you or whatever the case may be also always understand knowledge is what can protect your mind but when you're not unable to defend yourself physically with your own hands or anything like that having that weapon can can create a second addition of help if you unable to find any other way so we're not pushing you know using a weapon first option but when it comes down to it and you have to protect your life and it's you and it's somebody else that doesn't care about theirs and wanted to take yours, you have to make the best logical decision, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we don't want people to think, oh, we're trying to, this is something radical, or this is the buildup of some extremist, because we've seen how that actually works, and we're not actually about that. But we just want to let you know, hey, the same way you protect your mind with knowledge, you just also have to protect yourself physically as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I'm gonna end it with this. If you can't, if we can't be a part of the greatest, we'll just be the greatest ourselves. <laughs> hey. hey, and we want people out there to be great. We want them to be great. That's why we want them to stay alive. You know, yeah. Well, that's that is that is that is the true statement, and you know, and that's you know what we you know go by. So you know, I think um, I feel like this was. A great, a great segue from our last, um, you know, discussion from passion and, and emotion because, you know, emotion can drive you to do things that you don't think logical about, but having passion mm-hmm. for wanting to have a better life can make you think more than just one time and make a decision. So it makes a big difference. Um, I just want to put out there that as far as finding my books, they're on Amazon. My first book is Scale and Debate. My second book is Tears. And my third book is Empty Room, Waiting to be Filled with My Current State of Mind. And you can find all those titles under the name Elijah Ivory. The last name is spelled I-V-R-Y. And my solo podcast is Kevin Moffitt, uh, Respect My Mind podcast. And it's on the platform Spotify and this platform here on Anchor. All right. Well, until and, next and time. It, it, I'm gonna ask something else. And okay, and, okay, and, and those 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 numbers to, to if you need help, the suicide lines. Ivory will have that. Elijah, I'm sorry. I keep I'm I'm stuck in my old military ways. Oh, Elijah yeah, have uh, Elijah have the numbers in the description of this show because we want people to get help. We're not gonna just talk about shit and talk about the bad side. We want we want people to get help. So. Until, until next time, I want to say peace. <laughs> oh, yeah, peace and a hey, thank you, everybody, for all who listen. 
And, you know, if you have friends who may be having issues with suicidal thoughts or any topics that we have discussed so far, make sure you, you know, you tell them to, to tune into our show or, or watch our previous, uh, you know, listen to our previous episodes, you know, and just give reviews that really help us moving forward. All right. All right. We'll, we'll holler at y'all next time. All right. All man. right. Peace. All right. All right.